welcome back to the Jill Lublin Show. I'm so glad you came by today and you'll be glad too because I have a wonderful friend and colleague, RV Robinson, and I wanna tell you about her and have her share her brilliance with all of you today. RV Robinson, she is the master speaker trainer of Speak Up and Get Clients. She teaches business owners how to use public speaking as a marketing strategy so you can attract more clients, generate unlimited leads and grow your business and make a difference with your words. RV has trained over 5,000 individuals, given over 3,500 speeches around the world. And she shared the stages with such greats like Les Brown, Mark Victor Hansen, Brian Tracy, Sharon Lecter, me, and so many more. RV is the top how-to trainer in public speaking today. Welcome, RV. Well, thank you, Jill. It's so exciting to be here with you. We've shared many, many stages together. So this is just another one, and it's just as exciting. <laughs> oh, I know, and I'm so glad you're here today. You know, and I know that um, you're so brilliant with helping really others to speak and to do it well, because the truth is we're all speakers, really, everybody speaks. I want you to share with our viewers some great tips for how they can be better speakers. Okay, excellent. So whether you've been speaking before or you're brand new at it, if you wanna be that seasoned pro and have all that confidence, then I recommend stories, storytelling. Be a master storyteller because stories will sell for you so you don't have to work so hard. Stories will relax your audience so you don't have to work so hard, right? It puts all the attention on the story and off of you. So if you're a little shy or a little fearful or nervous, tell a story. There's nothing like a great story. So stories act as invisible selling, they suspend time. And again, it'll just make you look like a fabulous speaker, you know, even if you're just starting out. I love that. And let me ask you, because I know you've worked with thousands of people and given thousands of speeches. Was there ever a time you were nervous? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> In the beginning, I was very nervous because I wasn't trained. And so I came out of corporate America. And that's where I first got my start at speaking. So I stepped on stage. I'll never forget it. It's even in my book, Speak Up, Get Client. How do you like? Oh, where is my book? How do you like that for a shameless shameless one. And this whole story is in my book. But I stepped out on stage, I was selling um, I wasn't actually selling the software, but I was recommending accounting software because what, what I did within my firm is I trained people how to use it. I recommended it, trained them how to use it, and then implemented it. And, and this was back in the day when um, small to mid-sized companies couldn't afford big computer systems. So microcomputers just came out revolutionary. Everybody wanted to automate. So I stepped on stage with three of my colleagues that were representing other software. They worked for other companies. And I came in there with my 15 pages of notes. And it was like 300 people. And because it was a technology like conference most of them were men right and they were you know brainiacs and all these kind of people so i'm delivering my speech trying to kind of recommend and say my software that i represented was better and all of a sudden i lost my place in my notes and i couldn't find it i i fished through the notes and finally i just gave up and i said thank you very much and i left 
embarrassed, right, humiliated. And uh, we were on a panel after that. And a couple of the people that were with me, they said, oh, RV, you were great until you lost it. And I thought from that moment on, I better get trained because this isn't something you could just fake. Right. And so I never recommend anybody to write out their speech because you become a prisoner of your own words. Oh, I love that prisoner of your own yeah. words, because even if your words are great and you're a prisoner of them, then look what happens if you forget. Like we all get nervous. Something happens. Right. I just right. life. And, and I love that. That's that's a great story. Is that how you became a a speaker trainer? How, how did you really become a speaker trainer? Well, that was one of the beginning. Absolutely. My um, boss, and this was part of this, but my boss came to me and said, Arvi, I want you to get out there and speak to start telling people that we offered this service. And I worked for a company by the name of Deloitte. So they were Deloitte Haskins and Sells at the time. They were huge. So speaking engagements opened up a lot of them. And I would step out on stage and speak and just kind of do the best I could, not knowing what I was doing. Back then we had we had overhead projectors and I would put my screen thing on upside down and the audience would like be yelling at me, it's upside down, it's upside down. I mean, I had no clue. I didn't know what I didn't know. I was horrible. And then one day a woman comes up to me, she looked me in the eye, she said, honey, do you know that after every sentence you say okay? <laughs> and I just looked at her and I went, okay, right? But I got it. See, just because you can flap your jaw or just because we can speak doesn't make us a public speaker. Just like it doesn't make us a lawyer or a defense attorney, right? We wouldn't even imagine that. But yet people will step on stage without being trained, just like I did. But I learned quickly, I better respect this thing we're calling public speaking and get trained. So I decided not just to get trained, that I was going to master it, that I was going to be the best I could possibly be. And that was just for corporate. But eventually, then when as I taught people, that was when, you know, I reached the, the ceiling where I was in corporate America. So that's when I decided to, to do, you know, full-time training on public speaking. Now that was 17 years ago. So yeah, it's it, I've, I've worked for myself longer than anybody else. <laughs> I have a great boss. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have a good boss. I'm glad you like her because that's important. And and what a wonderful thing that really your your training others came from your own mess, came right. from you know feeling what it was like to fail. Because I think that's such a, an important thing that you understand what it feels like to fail as a speaker, don't you think? Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm just here to tell everybody, do not try it without getting trained because there's no do-overs in public speaking and you get a reputation and people may not tell you, like I was blessed that that woman came up to me and said, I said, okay, but what if someone didn't? I mean, I had a lot of speeches before that finally happened. So I always tell people that, well, if somebody ever comes up to you after your speech and says that was interesting, you better jump right into training because that's their nice way of saying that it was awful. You know. <laughs> Good point. Good point. And and I think also it's really important that people understand you're always giving presentations, right? Oh. In our Zoom meetings now, right? In in work meetings, you're always giving presentations, right? Is that true? Oh. 
always, always. And well, and, and even, I mean, there's presentations when you, you know, go to a networking meeting, when you're in your staff meeting, when now we have Clubhouse and we're doing presentations at Clubhouse. But like, just for example, I did, let me see, I have it on my calendar. I did 30 presentations in February. 30 presentations. So to me, a presentation is anything you do for two minutes or more to two people or more, right? If it's one-on-one, one -on -one, that's not a presentation. And also something that you have prepared that is for, you know, whatever you're doing for a living, right? So that's my definition of a presentation. So that kind of leaves a lot of leeway because some people think that they have to do 30 minutes to have it be called a presentation. No, anything you kind of prepare that you're teaching, that's a presentation. So I love that. So to that end, for those watching, uh -huh. give us just a super great Zoom tip. Like how do we be more effective on Zoom? Well, for, there's lots of ways, but number one, get a good microphone. If you're going to be a speaker, you want to sound good. And a lot of the offices have an echo and, and with, especially if you're using a webcam. So get a nice little USB microphone and sound better as a speaker. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, of course, get some good lighting so we can see you or, or sit in front of a natural lighted window. But we need to see you as the speaker and we need to hear you as the speaker. And the last tip, your background matters. Your background is your stage. And it says volumes about you. And now that we have virtual backgrounds, too many people are depending on them. And I sit there and wonder, well, what's, what are you hiding? What's behind there? You know, what's behind door number two that we can't see? So be careful when using uh, those kind of backgrounds. I don't recommend them. I'd recommend a plain wall, a blank wall. But like your background, Jill, that's so perfect. Use your background to promote your products and your services. Look at that. Look at all the books. And there's my book right there. Boop, 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 right? And you can have signage or whatever to help promote yourself. Use it. Why waste it? Thank you. Those are great tips, RV. As usual, you are full of great information and valuable tips. You're amazing. I know your work is amazing. And um, I, I know that people would love to get in touch with you. Is there a way that you would like to offer something to our wonderful audience? I do. Thank you for asking. Uh, so one of my latest gifts is is closing tips because it's the close that's going to get you the clients. So I have five different closes and I have a script. So you can become a magnet and pull the people that are interested in your products and services. So you're not chasing people, but just those that are interested, whether it's virtual or live. And I just want to tell you real quick, I'm speaking live next week at an event. I'm a little nervous. It's like I haven't spoke live for a year, right? I'm excited and nervous at the same time. Nervous that maybe no one will show up, but I'm really excited. So whether it's live or whether it is uh, still virtual, this, this closing will, will work. And here's how you get it. You could just go to my website, which is RV Robinson. Now that's not an R and a B. It's spelled A. R, B is in Victor, E, E, Robinson.com, right slash free closing script, free closing script, and then grab that. And, uh, you know, you'll be able to close a lot better. It's a script. So just follow the script. Oh, thank you. What a great 
gift. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> and I, cause I always know RV teaches so much and, and is such a wonderful, fabulous, uh, excited ball of information and great valuable contribution to this world. Thank you RV for who you are. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you everybody for watching, for hanging, uh, and really participating. I hope that we've given you tremendous value today. Um, check out jilllublin.com and get my also free gift at publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. More great publicity tips for you to get your message out there. I'll see you next time. And I look forward to it. Remember, keep being kind. Bye, everyone.